Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us today on Friend of God, brought to you by Friendship Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi. It is our goal every week to bring the Word of God to as many people as possible. We pray that you enjoy today's message, but more importantly, we pray that it changes your heart and provokes life change and action. God bless, and please listen from your heart. Enjoy. Welcome to Friendship. We're glad you're here with us this evening. My name is Brother Jeremy. I'm the pastor. We will be discussing this evening faithfulness. We are faithful and called to faithfulness because Christ Himself was faithful. We're to be good stewards of all that God has entrusted to us. And we are to live for the kingdom of God and His purposes and calling in our life. This evening, let's dive in as we get more in-depth with faithfulness. You know, faithfulness is defined kind of as the church members in full communion and in good standing with God. It's also defined as firmness in adherence to promises or observance to duty, being conscientious. So it's, it's, it's more than just uh, just thinking that we have it all figured out all together and, and just coming and showing up and being present. Faithfulness is a daily endeavor for us. And faithfulness informs everything else that goes on in our lives. So in defining faithfulness, faithfulness is an everyday adherence to God's Word. It's an allowance for God to be in control and to take all of our lives in every facet and form and use it for His glory. Today we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 4.2. So if you'll turn with me in your copy of God's Word, 1 Corinthians 4.2. And 1 Corinthians 4.2 says, In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Steward. Steward is someone entrusted to something, entrusted to the integrity of and working through something. So the being a good steward of all is really important. What has God given and entrusted you and I with? Um, we think back Moving back one verse, it says, Let a man regard us in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. So it's important how you and I live, how we have character, how we are able to be trusted with all that God has given us to do. See, God has given you and I a unique story to tell. God has given us a story of our own salvation and has shared with us time and again that He never ever fails. It's important that we understand that the message we live out, the story of our lives, is His story in us. 
So when we tell others about Jesus Christ, when we desire to live with passion, with boldness, with tenacity, then we too are leading out and living out His story in our lives, being good stewards to all that God has entrusted us to be. Thirdly, we are examined by the Lord. A lot of times I find that many people are so worried about what other people feel or think of you or me, when in fact we should be more worried about what God believes and thinks of us. Are we doing all that we've been entrusted to do? Are we being good stewards of all we've been given? Are we doing our best for the utmost? Scripture clearly lines out that we are going to be examined by the Lord. In verses 3 through 5 in this passage, it says, But to me it is a very small thing that I may be examined by you or in any human court. In fact, I do not even examine myself, for I am conscious of nothing against myself, yet I am not by this acquitted. But the one who examines me is the Lord. Verse 5, Therefore do not go on passing judgment before the time, but wait on the Lord until the Lord comes, who, it, who will both bring to light the things hidden in the darkness and disclose the motives of man's heart, and then each man's praise will come to him from God. See, we are, we are all judged in certain senses by other people. And whether we like it or not, we sometimes judge others very unfairly. We want people to look at us for who God created us to be and our desires to be known by, by who we are in Christ. And a lot of times we allow for what other people's opinions are to govern or guide the decision that we make. The way that we should live is this. We should be so in pursuit of God with passion, tenacity, boldness, that yes, other people do matter, but more than anything, we have to make sure that we are living in the light. We have to make sure that the decisions we're making aren't based on a feeling or a moment in time, but they're based on God's leadership in our life. Because if we're doing it for any other motivation, whether it's our own advancement, our notoriety, or any other thing, then we're missing out. Our story, the way we ought to live, what we've been entrusted with, is great and awesome. We have a story to tell of God's faithfulness throughout time, but also demonstrating that faithfulness in our life to the calling that He's given us. We can't just sit by idly and not live out into the potential that God has called us to live. Maybe during this time we need to think about leaning in to Him. Leaning in to what He has called us to do. Leaning in to be trustworthy of Him. Realizing God is going to take an account of each and every person and how they lived the life that He has called with faithfulness, adhering to His Word, allowing for it to speak truths, but to spend time with Him daily and walking with Him 
is so extremely important. You and I have to understand that it's God in us that gives us the ability to stand in the light. And you and I cannot fool God by the way that we live or what we do. The motives of a man's heart are evident in the actions that he takes. And while we might be able to fool some people, we will never be able to fool God because God sees our heart. So our adherence to Him and His Word and His calling needs to be pure and the motive needs to be right in order that God might be glorified through us. So we are examined by the Lord. And we understand this, that while the world around us might seemingly take away a lot of rights and things, we have freedom in Him. And we need to be more worried about how He believes we are and what He thinks of us than anything else. Fourthly, we are reminded to not become arrogant. Verses 6 says, Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied to, your, to myself and Apollos for your sakes, so that in us you may learn not to exceed what is written, so that no one of you will become arrogant in behalf of one against the other. For who regards you as superior? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? You are already filled. You have become rich. You have become kings without us. And indeed, I wish you had become kings so that we also might reign with you. For I think God has exhibited us apostles last of all as man condemned to death because we have become a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are prudent in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are without honor. To this present hour, we are both hungry and thirsty and poorly clothed and are roughly treated and are homeless. And we toil working with our hands. When we are reviled, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure. When we are slandered, we try to consolate. When we have become the scum of the world, the dregs of all things, even until now, I do not write these things to shame you, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For you are to have countless tutors in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I became your father through the gospel. Therefore I exhort you, be imitators of me. Those lines there call us not to become arrogant, self-reliant, and thinking about our own self. There are countless things that these these apostles these followers of Christ had to endure hunger thirst no home treated terribly persecuted slandered and we think well I don't want any of this stuff I don't want to deal with anything like that but we've got to understand that when you and I sign up when we accept Christ we understand we live in a world that is not our own that all of these things may happen to us. We can't pursue the cush life or the life that is just merely easy. We've got to step out and be bold. And that looks different for each and every one of us because 
we all have different places in life that we're at and we all have different occupations and we all have different things that we are striving to accomplish but it's costly to be a disciple that adheres to the word of god and desires to live in the light with a fresh and pure motive we are going to face adversity we are going to have to choose to stand for christ we are going to have to say that the calling of christ in our life has not diminished or changed and the world is still needing to know that jesus is savior and he is lord of all that jesus is the way the truth and the life and that no one comes to the father except through him we live in a world that is so pluralistic thinking there are more than one way to salvation i attest to you on this evening that god is that way the answer that the world is looking for and believers we are called to live out that message without apology without backing down without conforming to this world you and I are given the awesome opportunity to be imitators of Christ. And when you find someone in life, as many do, to listen to, whether it's a podcast or a video series or something else, make sure that you look at them in the whole spectrum. Their integrity, their core beliefs, what they truly understand of the basics and even the more serious things of Scripture. Because there are so many out there that aren't leading with that depth. They might look like they're walking in the light, but they're sincerely walking in the dark. And you and I must be ones who walk in the light. It says this as it continues on. For this reason I have sent to you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, and he will remind you of my ways which are in Christ, just as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some have become arrogant as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you soon if the Lord wills, and I shall find out not the words of those who are arrogant, but their power. This is important for us to understand in the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God does not consist in words, but in power. What do you desire? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love and a spirit of gentleness? There are many that, that try to say, well, I'm going to use what God has given me or I'm going to live in such a manner and use that as a weighty type thing to rule over someone or to lead for my personal own reasons and things like that. But in reality, you and I are meant to be humble and we are meant to do it for the kingdom's sake. Our lives should be furthering the conversation of who Christ is in someone else's life who he could be, and how he's leading out in our lives. How we are imperfect vessels, and we desire to stay in the light as he is in the light. How can we make application of all of this? See, we are meant to be faithful because of Jesus' example and call to faithfulness. We are all called singularly to bring glory to God, and how we do that is in telling of our story, our testimony of His salvation in our lives and the ability for Him to save anyone, anywhere, anytime if they're willing to call on His name. Understanding that we are meant to be faithful to all things He has called us to. Not just faithful to a few things, but faithful to all that He has called us to be faithful to. 
That means that the Word of God, the Bible, is meant for its entirety, not just meant for bits and pieces to pull from here or there to support an agenda. It's meant that we are to take the whole thing as God wants all of us to live in that manner. Jesus was always in tune with the Father, and so for us, we are to be in tune with Him. We are called to faithfulness, and it's not an easy endeavor. And it's not something that brings a lot of notoriety. It might bring a lot of, uh, of concern. It might bring a lot of uh, persecution. It might bring a lot of attention that you don't want. But to live for Christ today means standing out and standing up. It's important, though, when you think about standing out and standing up, that it's God's opinion and it's God's plan and it's God's direction and God's character that is at the forefront of everything you represent. When people ask who you are, first and foremost, you're a child of God. And that's what we represent when we go and when we live and when we share and when we tell. It's not about what does the world think is okay and I'm going to bank on that. It's what does God say is right and wrong. What is God leading us to do? And am I living in that manner? Secondly, faithfulness lived out is displayed as we devote ourselves to being good stewards. All that we've been entrusted with, the story of Christ, the way we ought to live out, our individual story of life and life before Christ and how Christ has changed us and life now, not giving a picture of, of being perfect, but giving a picture of what real life is, being transparent, allowing for others to see our faith on display, praying for others, even those that don't believe in Jesus Christ, especially those that don't believe in Jesus Christ, living and, and breathing that out each and every day. God has given us much, and the more that we are faithful, the more that God gives us and entrusts to us, and the more that we've been entrusted with, the more that we can live out for the knowledge of Jesus Christ in the lives of those around us. That someone might come and know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but also that they might share with someone else. Because the gospel, if you think about it, through many of the years of the Old Testament was passed word to word, mouth to mouth. And there are many that will never enter into a physical building. There are many that just will see you and see me and hear our story and hear what we say about Christ. And that's what they're going to look at. You and I have to live so close to Him that we represent Him in the very best we can. Because you and I just very well may be the only Christ that some see. Thirdly, the Lord examines us on a deeper level. The question is, what does He say of you this evening? What does He say of you? If the Lord has looked at you and the Lord has taken account of you, what does He say of you? Fourthly, we are called to remain humble. So we are called to remain humble. And what's the best way to remain humble? The best way to remain humble is to be on your knees in the Word. It's important that you understand how much power there is in prayer. 
the power of prayer is immense in the lives of a Christian. So it's important that you understand prayer and going in your prayer room every day. Lastly, let's consider your call to serve Him faithfully. Consider the power that staying near to God means for a servant. If we stay near to Him, He's going to work in and through our lives. His example was that Jesus was always faithful to what He was called to, even unto death. See, we too need to be faithful in His leading in our lives. Whatever that call is, no matter how hard, we need to stay in the light and live in that manner. And it's my hope this evening that God has pulled in your heart and led you as well. Let's close in prayer. Father God, we come this evening. God, we are so ever thankful for what you've done and continue to do in our lives. God, we ask you to work in our hearts as you've called us to be servants, as you've called us to be leaders. Let us be faithful to all you've called us to. It's in your mighty name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining the Friendship Family today. We know that your time is the most valuable item you have, and we are enormously grateful that you chose to share it with us. If you would like to know more about Friendship Baptist Church, please visit our website, friendshipsturges.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com fbcms. Both can be found in the show notes below. If you would leave a rating or review for our new podcast, we would be very appreciative. And if you would share it with others, we would be eternally grateful. We pray that you have a God-filled day. And remember, love God, love people, and reach the world. Have a good day.